This episode of The New Way We Work is brought to you by Verizon, the network America relies on. Welcome to Secrets of the Most Productive People, a podcast where we try to figure out how to work smarter instead of harder. I'm Fast Company Assistant Editor Pavithra Mohan, and we've got a bonus episode for you today. Today we'll be debating who's more productive, night owls or early birds. Joining me in the studio and taking the side of night owls is our VP of video and podcast, Scott Mavis. Hey, Scott. Hey. And arguing for the morning people is Fast Company writer Ruth Reader. Welcome, Ruth. Hi. So I want to kick this off by having each of you state your position and uh, talk a little bit about your sleeping habits. Ruth, since you're an early bird, why don't you start? Sure. Um, I don't know that I have like a real position on being a morning person. I just can't stay awake past 11 p.m. Mm. I'll fall asleep. So sad. Well, <laughs> can't imagine. <laughs> yeah, I just can't do it. I have a rule in my house where um, my husband cannot ask me to do anything past 10 o'clock. So like it's a good rule. Dishes, cleaning, anything. It has to be before 10. Wow. So when do you usually wake up then? This morning I woke up at 5 a.m. Amazing. Sorry, a chill just went down my back. <laughs> so is that kind of your new routine or, you know, do you have a usual routine or not so much? So the 5 a.m. thing is new. It mm-hmm. is part of a routine okay. um, where I get to the gym really early because it's that part of the year where everybody is going. And so it's a madhouse. And so yeah. if you get there a bit earlier, it's it's worth it ultimately. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're usually in bed by 11, let's say, and now you're trying to get up by 5. No. So the goal. So I'm in bed by in bed by 10. Okay. I'm not asleep. But I'm in bed by 10. That is the goal. Oh wow. Oh, God. I'm impressed. Yes. yes. And then I get up at 5. Wow. Scott, Sorry, what about I'm you? like staring at some <laughs> crazy know. creature. I've never, I don't understand it. What about me? Well, <clears throat> so I, I have been a night person since birth, really, uh, born at night. So it's always been me. And like, I, my brain doesn't start firing until like five o'clock. Like right now, I'm essentially asleep right now. Wow. Um, like my brain really would start moving. Like yesterday, I got maybe three hours of sleep the night before. And uh, the entire day, I was dead all day long. Like I couldn't, I was having meetings with people. I don't know what I was saying. Like it was the, I was just an idiot all day long. And I thought, oh, I got to go home and go to sleep so I can finally recharge. I get home and about nine o'clock, suddenly my mind just turned on and I like worked for two hours because wow. suddenly like my mind was working and uh, and I had my best two hours of the day at from like from like nine to 11 and uh, and then went to bed at two. So I don't know. It's just always been the way my brain works. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I was a I, I you know, uh, was a writer for a while and I would write from 11 to 2 a.m. every night. That was my writing time. Wow. And uh, I, you know, I wrote a 400 page book that way. So it was like that's the way my just brain works and it's better and people that don't do it that way obviously have something wrong with them something, something internal <laughs> <Must be. laughs> they're dealing with something and uh you know i think therapy could help them mm, wow that's a gauntlet by the way that I... just smacked you in the face scott are you in therapy uh, no comment <laughs> <laughs> so it sounds like you don't have sort of typical routine where would you say it, uh, well I find that that routines are forced on you if you want to survive. So they you know, are. 
so you can choose for it to be a productive routine or an unproductive routine. Um, you know, so for me, my routine is I, uh, you know, I wake up when my son decides I need to wake up. So usually that's at between six and six thirty, uh, and then I go back to sleep for another half an hour uh, after I tell him to take care of himself because I'm a great parent. And then uh, eventually I, I, I get to work a little bit later. It's nice working in media because we don't have to be at work at nine a.m. I get to work at ten, mm-hmm. and then you know work all day. And when I get home, I work out. When I get home, and then. Uh, you know, by that time it's like nine o'clock, and I'll just kind of do a little bit of work for an hour, and then go to bed between twelve and one. It's not crazy. Not crazy. That's not crazy, Ruth. It's not crazy. <laughs> Stop looking at me like I'm crazy. Look, I haven't said anything. You don't. You th- those of you at home don't see. She's saying it with her eyes. She is. She's her eyes a lot. have so much disdain in them right now. <laughs> She's like, I've been asleep for three hours, and by the way, I've made it so that I haven't done the dishes in four hours. <laughs> So I have rocked the system. <laughs> I mean, I do think I'm winning, but we'll get to that you're, later. You're, we will. We look, will. If, you can, if you can get a deal with your spouse where you don't have to work after a certain hour, that's amazing. It is. I, I feel I get, inspired. Because I, I would get woken up at 1 o'clock in the morning to go take the garbage out. <laughs> okay, so this is a separate topic, but... <laughs> Contracts are vital to you relationships. A contract? Contract. No, but I'm just saying like verbal contracts. Mm, mm, yes, you I have understand. to make deals. You have to make deals with your spouse. That's what it's all about. I want to listen. I will I will listen to the Ruth Reader How to Win at Marriage podcast. I would oh, like yeah. to hear this. I have I so many tips. tips. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing strengthens a marriage like a podcast about how to, you're winning your marriage. <laughs> Winning is important. Agreed. <laughs> winning is important. That's a we're presaging what's about to happen. Yeah. Well, speaking of winning, um, a lot of people would say that morning people are generally more successful, more productive, and I think part of the reason for that is that many successful CEOs, Tim Cook being one of them, famously wake up at like four a.m. Um, Scott, do you feel like you know night owls get a bad rap? Like, how do you feel about that? Yeah, I do. I do think we get a bad rap because I think there's this sense that. Uh, if you wake up early, you're more productive because your brain is functioning better. Um, and it's just never been true for me. Like, mm-hmm. I can't function in the morning. So waking me up at 4 o'clock in the morning. And, you know, I, I worked in production for a long time. And you'd have to wake up at 5 or 6, you know, 4 or 5 to get on set and to work. And I was not productive. I was sleepwalking for five hours. So, you know, I do think that, uh, you know, just because somebody's famous doesn't mean that what they do is the only way to live. But it does, you know, happen to be the case that the typical workday sort of favors early birds, you know, even if... Fascism. (laughs) Sure. Even if, let's say, media, like you said, offers maybe more flexible hours than other industries. Um, But do you feel like that negatively impacts your productivity or how do you work around that? Well, for one thing, I think it is changing and I think that's been great. Uh, Also, it's hard. I mean, our industry is more flexible in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. Good and bad. I mean, for one thing, news happens regardless of your schedule. So... You know, if you're a journalist, you're you're reporting that whenever. But I think because of that, you become more flexible and you're able to essentially create a schedule that works for you. And so I can't really speak to those, you know, poor nine to fivers that or, or eight to fours that, you know, have to be up because they're China's on the line or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think if you're a morning person, you're you're better wired to work if you're working with an international, if you have to talk to China at night or something like that. And I'm sure that's half of our audience mm-hmm. has to wake up early to talk to China. Um, but um, I do think that it's getting better for us, us night owls now. But I will say night owls in general get less sleep. Yeah. I mean, because I'm sure we, we, we're just not allowed to sleep as late as our bodies want us to. 
So, Ruth, I feel like you have a lot of thoughts. <laughs> I'm seeing some thoughts. And I'd love for you to talk about whether you think you're more productive because you're a morning person or, you know, do you do you wish you could work through the night like Scott sometimes? So I wouldn't say that I'm more productive because I think that depends on the person. For me, I am uh, I'm well rested. I get enough sleep. So I'm Sounds not lovely. tired during the day. And then, the, mm-hmm. and then the other thing is I'm not stressed because when you wake up that early, you can have a leisurely morning, which is the life that I am personally about. I like to make a pot of coffee. I like to read the news. I like to chill before I come into the office. So, so yeah. So it has its advantages. It depends how you like to run your schedule. For me, that is what's up. We'll be right back after a quick break. This episode of The New Way We Work is brought to you by Verizon, the network you can rely on for your phone and for your home internet. Find the plan that's right for you at verizon.com. So, I mean, have either of you ever tried to change your sleep habits, you know, in in pursuit of productivity? Yes, I have tried to alter my sleeping habits, and uh, it has not made me more productive, but it has made me, I think, more well-rested, and I I I I got sick less. And I think that, I mean, and, and we don't talk about the health piece of it, but I do think that, you know, if night owls, if, I bet you this is completely not backed by any fact, but I bet you that night owls get sick more than, than morning people do because they don't sleep as much because uh, I, I don't sleep as much. Just I get maybe six to seven hours a day if I'm lucky and then five, four to five if I'm not. But Do you usually hit eight hours, Ruth? I try. I try. really need eight hours. Mm-hmm. I can it's operate. A dream. Yeah, I is. can do that thing. Can't you know say about I do this it. where you like you you sleep on increments. So like I can sleep on increments of four and oh, eight. Oh yes, I know. So what you mean. I can do the thing where I get four hours of sleep and I'm okay. But if I get like I five or too, six, actually. I've never I'm heard mess. of that. Mm-hmm. That's a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. Yeah. Have you ever tried to change it? Yeah. So okay, I can talk about this actually yeah. in depth. So I have twice. I would say like twice really. So once. Once upon a time, early in my career, I worked overnights, yes. Oh, wow. I worked from 10 p.m. until 8 a.m. because I uh, produced radio for overseas correspondents in Africa and Asia. Wow. And I I live that life. That's wow. right. So you did know it. intimately, intimately, how to deal with and it those is crazy how do you do it? Brutal. Oh, man. I slept. Okay, so the way it worked for me when I did it was. I would get off of work at 8 a.m. I would then have to commute home an hour because I lived in Baltimore. Choices. Wow. And then I would be asleep around 9, 9.30 a.m. And I would sleep until mm, between 2 and 4 p.m. And then I would be up. My dog would wake me up usually at 4 mm. to go out. And that was as much sleep as I would get. And then I would be up. Mm-hmm. And I would be going to work. It was really bad, though, for me. I it was probably didn't work. I think so I well. got very depressed as a result. And also, sometimes I would take the Mark train back from DC to Baltimore, and sometimes I would drive. And once I fell asleep at the wheel and I got into an accident. Oh, oh no! Oh so that didn't go so well for you. No, it was really oh, bad. It was wow. really bad. But there were some people. I mean, there were people who worked that overnight shift who worked it for ever. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I think there were people there for like eight years mm-hmm. plus 
And some people are just night owls. And so yeah. it worked for yeah. them and they and they lived that. For me, it was not so good. The second time I tried to change my habit was, so I don't know that I tried so much as my husband was just winning, but uh, my husband is a <laughs> night owl. And he is the kind of person who can just like, he gets home and he'll like crank on something. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the time that he's the most productive. And so, yeah, there are times when I will also try and like crank on something that I'm working on late at night, but I will often just like fall asleep at my computer. And what it really meant was I would be, I would end up staying up till like midnight or one, but then I was like horrid in the morning. Mm-hmm. And often I would also still wake up early, so it just meant that I was losing sleep. So it's not great for me, mm-hmm. just like. Period. I mean, I can do it sometimes, and sometimes I will. Like, if I'm really, like, in the groove of writing something, mm-hmm. sometimes I'll, I'll just, like, stay up late. But it, I, it has dire consequences for me. So, so I guess the question then is why, why are we trying to change considering that, you know, we've already, our bodies are telling us this is who you are? Like, we're talking about who's, you know, Tim Cook does 4 a.m., so everybody be a morning hour. But at a certain stage, you just have to say, that's not who I am. I woke up at four o'clock in the morning. I tried to work, and all I did was fall asleep three times, and then wake up with a pencil jab like through my eyeball. Like it's, right. like why are we trying to change? Because I wanted a salary. Well, mm-hmm. that. Well, I mean, I guess then the question, mm-hmm. the question would be, if we know this is true, like, and you know, anybody that knows any, you know, other people knows that there are different types. Then why are we trying to jam everybody into the same? Uh, in, you know, into the same lane when we set up our work schedule. Like, mm-hmm. why do we say that, you know, these are the productive hours and so that's when our work schedule is when we know there's such a swing among people. And if I'm most productive at 10 o'clock and there are no work hours at 10 o'clock, what that means for me is that I have to work a full day being 75% productive and I've got two more hours of work. I'm going to have to do that night to get my stuff done if I'm 100% productive then. Mm-hmm. You know, we are just talking about flexibility. It feels like we're kind of arguing the flexibility is what's going to make you most productive. Well, I think the issue is just like having, I mean, companies need certain workers to yeah. overlap. They need them to be able to collaborate. I think that's the mm-hmm. main thing. I think we've seen some we have. introduction There's... of flexibility for sure. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like, Scott, you need to be in some meetings even if you're right. asleep. Trust me, I right. know. You just got to be there. That's, I, I think I agree. I think it's hard to get around that. And even if a lot of companies are moving towards more flexible hours, um, or the ability to work remotely. I think that has certainly helped night owls, I would think. But yeah, I don't know how you do away with the necessity well, to have somebody just, in a meeting. <laughs> or you just admit that in the end there is a winner because it kind of is. Because yeah. the schedule is the way the schedule is for yeah. the world. Yeah. And night owls lost. Yeah. So I'm not I don't think I'm explicitly a night owl, but I do find that it's really hard to get focused time to write. <laughs> when you have to write. And I, I feel like I often end up ha- having to do that at night or I, I sort of need like distraction-free time to do that. And so I wonder how somebody like you feel, like do you feel like you get that during the day or you have to kind of carve out your time differently uh, if you're not able to stay up late and work? So it's a couple of different things. I would say during the week I work, I have like a schedule for doing things. When I car- If I like really need to crank on something, then I will just work from home. 
Yeah. And that's like what I do. I feel that way too. <laughs> um, because like sometimes, right, it's a sort you of thing where I just like need to focus. Yeah. And so sometimes I just need isolated space. Mm-hmm. And since we only have open offices now. <laughs> that's a different conversation, but yes. So but yeah. Many, yeah. You just, so many conversations. Mm-hmm. Right. I just need to stay somewhere where I just like am distraction free. On the weekends, though, though this has changed a bit. This is actually, this is a complicated thing. So my husband and I used to be opposite schedules. And that was great for me because I would wake up early on a Saturday and I would do some writing. And I would have, honestly, like three or four hours. I would have like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just like by myself. That's how you save a marriage right there. I'm saying. And it is definitely, because I was the opposite. You know, she was morning person, I was night person. And to be able to know that she's going to bed and I have three hours mm-hmm. of my own. It really does help you get your stuff done. It's amazing. Oh, I agree. Actually, having alternate schedules I is feel the same. Um, <laughs> um, I get yelled at for it, but I, I think it's great. <laughs> no, my it's husband will be like, why haven't you come to bed? And I'm like, well, I'm getting my work done. I'm sorry. I just don't <laughs> love you. No. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so wait, which which are you, though? Like you, you said you're kind of. I don't know. I'm somewhere. I was I was telling Ruth this earlier. I don't I don't really know that I'm one or the other. I feel like I'm a normal day oh, person. Thank you. You're a normal person? <laughs> That's me. You got no, to offend I, I, both of us at the same I, I time. I think it's the hardest to be the normal person because <laughs> I think so. no, it is because we're embracing this now. Okay. Because wait, no, no, no. Because at least okay. So with the night owl schedule, you have your your time at night. Yes. But you aren't getting up early, so you don't have that time. You're not really staying up that late, so you yeah. don't really have that time. So it's I like think, yeah. When do you have your time? I feel like I end, so I end up pushing it. I think into staying up later than I probably should, and that is. It probably does not work very well for me, but that's what I think I end up doing these days just because I feel like, as I said earlier, that's when I get this like distraction free time. But it's not, I don't think it's optimal for me. I feel like my body can't do it anymore. <laughs> it's well, hard. But it's yeah. also interesting that you're, that, you know, your peak time is when you're working. I mean, yeah. it actually matches your hours. Ish, but, but yeah, <laughs> but your job itself isn't conducive to right, being right. productive. Right, so that, that might be exactly. <laughs> I, I think that's exactly it. And well, what's interesting about this is I think for a lot of people. So when I say it's normal, more than fifty percent of people actually are like day people, and they do tend to be more productive in like, like you said, like sort of middle of the day like afternoon but there isn't really like this long chunk of time that you're super super productive when that's the way that you're built and so I think um, I don't know I mean night owls and early words are both like more rare they make up like 15% of the population yeah so you're both you know kind of we knew we were special (laughs) yeah so I I think you're right that it does lend itself to you know making you more productive in, in a way that a lot of people are not Uh, even if it means you have to adjust your schedule a little bit. So while there's all this advice about how to become a morning person, your sleep habits are actually hardwired into you. Michael Bruce, a sleep specialist, has said that you're actually genetically predisposed to being an early bird or a night owl. So there's this thing called your chronotype, which is a classification based on your natural sleep habits that determines when you naturally wake up and when you're most likely to be uh, productive. Would you say, well, based on this conversation, I think we can say that's true for both of you. That is true. I would agree. We have tried to change. We are unchangeable. (laughs) And you said you've always been this way. Since, since, I want to say since birth. I I mean, I will say that my dad was one Mm -hmm. and an extreme night owl. And so, you know, I also grew up kind of idolizing that lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if there's something to be said for, you know, how you've been brainwashed Mm -hmm. as a child. 
because um, he used, I mean, he would be up till three o'clock in the morning. Um, oh, that's but, a whole uh, other topic that I can get into. Yeah, yeah. If you try to go against your own grain, that's mm-hmm. the worst thing that you can do. Like, like, like Ruth said, being, being, being aware of yourself and what you're best at and where you're most productive. Mm-hmm. That is step one of being productive. Is know what tools you have to work with. Yeah, and you've always been. I've always gotten up early. More of an early bird. Yeah, I just would wake up at that time. And used to as a kid, I never set an alarm. Oh, interesting. No. Oh man. Yeah, but and you, you missed woke up. Well, I was going to say, when did you wake up? Naturally, what whatever time is appropriate. What time do children go to school? You know, <laughs> like eight. Very like early. Eight? Very early. <laughs> yeah, I probably just naturally woke up around like six thirty or seven. Wow. wow. Interesting. Just up. Good for you. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I think. I think my mom tried to make me an early bird, so she'd make me wake up at like 5 a.m. Um, as a kid, but I don't know that that was my natural state. Oh my god, my sister is um, such a night owl, um, and she could not get up in the morning. And I used to have to go in and just like at like the latest time it would be like we're supposed to be leaving, and I'd come to get her, and and she would just like pull me back into bed with her. Wow. Oh, <laughs> she just that. like could never get up and I think it's hardwired. Yeah. Like yeah. Well plus you like you you know that kind of relationship where somebody has to get you out of bed. Mm-hmm. It it does, you know, it engenders some anger and resentment towards your loved ones. Like True. I used to hate my dad would come in and he would just pull the clo- the, the 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 covers right off mm-hmm. me and and I would have a, just a little bit of anger and I would I would it hurt our relationship probably. Oh, that's why it was always me that went in because she can't hate me. <laughs> she can't. True. <laughs> to wrap this up, it sounds like we're kind of all on the same page as to who is more productive. But it's, me. Uh, me. it's Ruth. But you know, but it's all about figuring out what works for you. My takeaway from this is this is not about trying to say whether or not people should be morning people or night people. This is about accepting who you are and leaning into it. Because mm-hmm. I think some of us are morning people, some of us are night people, some of us are day people. Know who you are and lean into it and accept it and not feel like you're less than because you're, you know, you're genetically predisposed to be a certain way or another way. And don't try to change yourself and become less productive in the process just because Tim Cook tells you to. Well, that's a great place to leave this. Thank you so much for being here, Scott. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Ruth. Thank you. And that's it for this week's bonus episode of Secrets of the Most Productive People. We'll be back next week with our regularly scheduled episodes. If you like this episode, please let us know. Leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. You can follow Fast Company on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Don't forget to listen to our other podcast, Creative Conversation. Secrets of the Most Productive People is produced by Joshua Christensen and Franz Bowen. 